0: And welcome back to my channel, Freedom by Faith Ministries. In today's video, we're going to talk about some of the therapies that my son um, had to go through um, in terms of occupational therapy, speech, he had behavioral therapy, and the success or non-success that he had, and also I'm going to talk a little bit about how he's been doing in school with the teachers um, and the aides in the classroom. So first, before my son started school, uh, as I said earlier, I started, I put him in um, pre-K four at the age of four years old, and he was kicked out on day two because he was very hyperactive, he couldn't pay attention, he couldn't sit down, he was just running around, jumping on things, screaming, crying, Um, so he was kicked out of school on day two. So after that, um, I did not want to put him in, and I don't have anything against um, special needs schools or special needs classes. But just to give you a little bit of background, before I went to medical school, I finished college in December. And medical school was to start in July, I believe. July or August. And so I finished college a semester early. So I had uh, basically like several months of no school before I started medical school. So I decided to become a substitute teacher because to be a substitute teacher only requires a college degree, which I had. So I thought to make a little bit extra money before I went off to medical school because I knew I wouldn't be able to work during school. So I decided to be a substitute teacher, and some of my assignments required that I substitute teach in classrooms for special needs children. And so in those classrooms, unfortunately, children with learning disabilities, they don't really learn much in those classrooms, at least the ones that I went to. Uh, They were all public schools, which I have nothing against public schools. Uh, I don't know how the private schools teach uh, special needs children, but it was basically babysitting, basically, right? And so we just watch movies and feed them and change them, you know, and some of these children are like eight, nine, ten, and they're in a classroom and they're not learning anything, right? So... <clears throat> the teachers in those classrooms, they would just babysit the children. So they, they weren't really like a formal classroom where you're you know, teaching the children some lesson plan that day. It was just playing with them, you know, feeding them, and, and that's basically it, that was the day. Um, and so I had that in my mind when my son started to you know, show signs of autism. Um, I had that in my, in my mind that, you know, a lot of the classrooms that I went to that were for special needs children, there was really no learning. And so I had no desire, even though everybody was telling me, oh, just put him in a special needs class. I had no desire to do that. And like I said, I don't have anything against that. But because of my faith in God, I knew my son would be healed. And I can't send him to school knowing he's not going to learn anything, right? So, so I don't need to send my son to a classroom to be babys- to, to, to just be babysat all day. So I decided to... Um, hire a, uh, a a speech therapist um, who was able to come to our home. Not every speech therapy companies do that, but they actually came to your house and they would do speech therapy with your children. And then I and that company also had uh, occupational therapy. And so when my son was evaluated by another company actually it was another company who doesn't come to your house they recommended both speech and occupational therapy so we went with another company that offers both of those services but they could come to your home because I couldn't um, go with my son and my husband were very busy so we decided to hire a company who came to to our, our household and he was getting speech therapy from the time he was four until he went into school at seven. So he had speech therapy and occupational therapy for three years in our house. And honestly, my son's speech basically didn't get any better and maybe was a little bit worse. Um, So at the beginning, he would just say sounds or sing. And then eventually, even after he started speech therapy and occupational therapy, he started to hum more. Old. How old are you, Ori? I am six years old. What is your name? My name is Ori. See, my name is Ori. And so the speech therapist started to teach him sign language which made no sense to me um because my son doesn't have a hearing problem right and so if you're if you have if you're able to communicate you have you have the capacity to communicate but you can't hear right if you can't hear then you don't know what the words sound like right and so that's where speech Therapy for learning sign language makes sense because you can comprehend language. It just You just don't know what the words sound like because you can't hear or you have something wrong with your vocal cords that words don't come out. So it's either it's a hearing problem or it's a mute problem, which my son didn't have any of that, right? So he can make sounds and he can hear, right? So if he can't communicate, it's a communication problem. Teaching him sign language doesn't do anything, right? And so I didn't want to... You know, step on anybody's toes. So I didn't say anything. So I just let her do her thing, the speech therapist and the occupational therapist for the three years they were with us. And at the end of it, of it all, I said, it's obviously not helping him because he was not communicating after the whole three years that he had speech therapy in our household, about two to three times a week. And eventually, closer to the time where he was about to start school, I thought, well, maybe we can get a behavioral therapist. Maybe that will help. And so we had a behavioral therapist, and again, nothing changed. So at the end of the day, I said, I'm just going to bite the bullet and put him in a public school because the private Christian school that he was in at four, they don't have services for a special needs children. But the public school, depending on the needs of the child, they have to provide services no matter what the needs of the child is. They can't deny a child like the private schools, the Christian school that he was in. So I said, he's seven years old, he needs to be in school. I gave it a good three years to, for him to get better, and he wasn't getting better really. And so that's when I really started to really press into God and say, God, you are the answer. And so it took me three years to realize that, and I knew all along it was God, but you know, you want to be a responsible parent and do you know what the recommendations are, speech therapy, occupational therapy, behavioral therapy, so you're doing all the right things. but. we've proven that it's really God, that was the answer for my son. So when he started school, and I have some of his weekly behavioral um, reports that the teacher sends every single day. So they have like a color code, pink is like the best, and then purple, green, a purple, blue, green, yellow is watch out, orange is danger, and red is boom, parent must be contacted. So if the child is really out of control, he gets a red. So at the beginning of the school year, and I have a couple of examples of what his reports would look like, he would get basically all reds, right? So most of the days, occasionally he'll have an orange here and there, but it was mainly red, because he's running around, jumping off tables. And because it's a public school, they can't kick him out for that. You know, he's not hurting other children or hurting himself. So they couldn't kick him out, but he was running around, not paying attention. Whatever activities they were doing, he was not participating. He was yelling, screaming, crying, running out of the classroom, eloping constantly. Um, and so he was doing all that, and that was on Brilha. He was taking Brilia, and even though on a one-on-one basis, he would sit down with me and my husband or a tutor, but at school, even though he was taking Brilia, he was just off the charts. So he was getting reds almost every day. And so, for example, I have here in January 24th, they said, not staying in assigned area, following directions, being quiet during instructions. So he couldn't do any of those things. Um, So that was January. And then February uh, 1st, he had a red, and it says in the note, rough, trying to get him to follow instructions or directions. Um, And then in March, it says, um, March 22nd, it says, does Ori spit on tables at home? So he was spitting on tables. Um, March 23rd, please send extra clean underwear and pants. So he was he started to urinate on himself. And my son is potty trained. He knows when to use the bathroom. And sometimes, I, I think it's an attention seeking thing that he would just urinate on himself sometimes. And I think it's he's doing that on purpose. Um, in my opinion so he had urinated on himself and they wanted us to send extra clothing for that reason so around that time February March I started to really fast more and so as I mentioned earlier that the deaf and dumb spirit that was described in scripture in the book of Mark Jesus said this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting And so, I was fasting more I was praying more and so around the end of March and April The idea came to me, and I'm pretty sure it's the Holy Spirit, that I should pray all day and not just, you know, once in a while. So the way that God put it in my head is if you're in a battle with an enemy, like two nations are in a battle, you don't just throw one grenade and then go to sleep, right? The battle hasn't ended yet, right? And so prayer... At the end of I think Ephesians 6 when Paul is talking about putting on the full armor of God at the end of it he said pray at all times he said to pray in the spirit at all times and at every occasion be persistent in your prayers so I thought wow so if this is a battle that I'm in with the deaf and dumb spirit and after I finished putting on the full armor of God my part of my battle strategy is persistent prayer so I started to pray more during the day in tongues in the spirit and I started to, to, to fast longer periods. So before, I would fast like two or three times, you know, a week maybe, or once in a while here and there, and I thought that was fasting. But you're in a battle, and if fasting is how this spirit is weakened, right, so I thought I should fast every day. So I started to eat every 24 hours for weeks and weeks and weeks. And little by little, little by little, my son started to, you know, behave better cooperate with the classroom, listen to instructions. So he's not at the level that he needs to be, but he's certainly not getting all the reds that he was getting earlier this year. So we're in 2023. So January, February, March, getting red, 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 most of the time, occasionally a yellow here and there. And then we moved to April. So as I said, late March and April is when I really started to fast and make fasting really, a daily thing my my daily routine that I don't eat during the day I was eating mainly at night and occasionally I would even even skip that night and do 40 hour fat a 48 hour fast right and I would pray throughout the day that my son will be healed in the name of Jesus he will not spit on tables he will not run around he will not leave the classroom he will follow instructions So I would say that throughout the day I had like a little booklet where I wrote down some of the things he was doing in the classroom and I would pray against that and I would do that throughout the day and then if you look at his report in April um, Monday he had a yellow Tuesday he had an orange and then uh, April 19, 2021, 20, yellow so no reds that whole week and then the following week on the 24th he had one uh, red because he was apparently playing in the sink. So when he said, so when she wrote that, on Monday I put that in my little booklet, Ori will not play in the sink. And I added that to my prayer list and I prayed that also throughout the week. And I didn't get any of that report anymore. And the 25th he had an orange. And then the 26th, 27th, 28th, he had all yellows. And if you notice, the teacher put a little smiley face on top of the yellows for the 27th and the 28th. Um... It says for April twenty sixth. Yay, math and science time were better for Ori. He was well behaved and wrote, and wrote for science. So I guess he was writing for this project they were doing. Um, so in any event, so so April is when things started to really turn around a little bit for him. And that's the only thing I did differently. I didn't add any supplements. We didn't have any, you know, speech therapy and. Occupational therapy once he started school all those things ended. We stopped behavioral therapy. We stopped occupational therapy We stopped speech therapy because they could only come during the day and now always in school So we're not doing any of those things the only thing that changed between March and April Was that I was praying more praying in tongues even though sometimes when I pray in tongues I don't really know what I'm saying sometimes. I, can't, I think I know what I'm saying um, and I was fasting most days of the month Eating every 24 hours sometimes 48 hours and so that really changed the reports that I was getting from the teacher and I don't and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do occupational therapy that you shouldn't do speech therapy you shouldn't do behavioral therapy if you really think your child needs that you should do it I'm just saying it didn't work for my son right and so we had some improvement with bro the first couple of weeks on a one-on-one basis He's able to focus one-on-one, but when you're in a classroom, the teacher cannot give you her full attention the entire time, right? So the children have to really learn to to behave themselves in a classroom where the teacher is not sitting right next to him, or he needed somebody to sit next to him for him to behave himself, and now he doesn't need that. And what changed really is praying in the spirit at all times. Like Paul says, when you're in a battle, we don't fight fight flesh and blood, but our battles are with demonic principalities, he said in Ephesians 6. And at the end of putting on your armor is to pray in the spirit at all times and in every occasion. And so once I started to pray for my son all day and pray in tongues as well and fasting, right? This kind comes out with prayer and fasting. That's really what turned around for him. So in a two-week period between April 17th and April 28th, Right. So in a two week period, my son had one red, which has never happened the entire school year. So he started school in August and now we're in April 2023. Right. The school year is almost ending. And this is the first time in a two week period that he's only had one red in the, in the week of April 17th in the, to the 21st. He had no reds. And that was the first time the entire school year. And the only difference is really prayer and fasting, right? And so it's sometimes from a natural perspective, from a carnal perspective, like we don't think God's ways can work. So that's why we're doing all these different things, medications and occupational therapy, speech and behavior. We we, we have all these options that we're doing just to hopefully something would work, right? But then when you do exactly what god says i'm telling you it's it's really a game changer and so we're, we're still doing all the supplements and and all this other stuff and eventually i'm going to start to wean him down um, because he just started to really function properly in a school in a classroom so i don't want to just stop everything cold turkey but eventually i'm going to start to wean him off of some of these medications and some of them are good you know iron omega-3, vitamin D, K. These are good medicines for everybody to take anyway. But I just love the fact that, you know, God had the answer the entire time. It's prayer and fasting. That is the answer.
1: Hey, happy boy. What do you want? We were just doing tickles. Do you want more tickles? More? Okay. Tickle, 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 tickle. You tickle. Is that funny? Oh no, you're falling over. Okay, sit back up. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want more tickle? More? Okay. I can't get to you, you're blocking me. Tickle, 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 tickle. I got you. (laughs) What do you think? What do you want? Are you done or do you want more? You want more tickles again? Okay, tickle, 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 tickle. tickle. (laughs) Okay, here, look. So what do you want? Which color? Green. Okay, so tell me, I... want
2: green.
1: green cupcakes. Green cupcake? It's not a cupcake. What is it? Green. 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 Acorn. Acorn. Green acorn. I want green acorn. Okay, so you have two more choices. Do you see them here? Which one do you want? Yellow. Tell me the whole thing. I a yellow what? Yellow cupcake. It's, remember, it's not a cupcake. Silly. Silly. I want yellow acorn. A. Which one's left? Red. Okay, so I'll tell Got me. Days. Oh, ask me. Or tell me. I want. But you say. I want red. red. Try again. silly goose it's not a cupcake it's an acorn perfect you put it on the right spot what do you need now there's only one left what do you need what color do you need blue blue, blue, circle. blue circle it's gonna go in a blue circle The blue circle? Or we want a blue acorn? acorn? I want blue acorn. I want blue cupcake. Cupcake? Silly, it's not a cupcake, silly goose. You're trying to be funny. Blue
2: cupcake.
1: No, it's not a cupcake. What is it? No, you are so silly today. It's a blue
2: cupcake a cupcake.
1: A cupcake. No, silly.
2: E- <laughs> e-
1: Acorn. E- you have jokes today, my friend. Good on.
2: Corey, what do you see? Bye.
0: What do you see? It's
2: a blue hat. It's a big, big hat. What is this? It's a green tea.
0: Keep going.
2: Dad has a big back. Big A big back. Dad, are big bag. 6, 7, plus eight, 1, 4, 7, 8, 8, Seven, seven plus four equals seven to eight, nine, ten, eleven, eight plus one equals eight, nine, five plus three equals five, six, seven, eight, two plus five equals three, four, five, six, Minus two equals three three, three, three. three minus, minus one, two two. Three minus two two. Five plus five minus
0: so that's basically my testimony about my son we're very excited you know he's able to read you're going to see some clips about that if you haven't already um he's able to pronounce words much better than before and so i know my son will be cured completely but he's getting there and fasting and praying I mean he's exponentially improved he doesn't run around screaming crying out of control for no reason like he was doing before and I know that's the spirit because the demonic spirit of deaf and dumb was doing that, that when that little boy was screaming and crying to um, so all the things that he was doing as I mentioned before is written in that in that passage about the deaf and dumb spirit in that little boy in that passage and he doesn't do those things anymore right and so we're still you know waiting on more and more miracles to happen in him and just the miracles that have already happened have been incredible and very encouraging that we're on the right path to see my son being healed completely. So he's not there yet, but it's, it, he's getting there, closer and closer. Um, and so we're very happy and excited to see you know, what next year's gonna look like. And so I'm going to continue to fast and pray for him most days of the month and pray all day, pray in tongues. I'm gonna do what God says this time. So after all these years of medications and therapies and doctors, um, within just a few weeks of me fasting and praying every day, this massive improvement, um, almost overnight, really. So again, I encourage you to continue to you know, work on your relationship with God, because that's really the answer to all things. God will reveal you know, the, the solution to every, every obstacle that we're in, knowing that the Word of God is the answer is really encouraging for me as a believer, knowing that the world has their way, which may or may not work, but God's ways always work, and I'm evidence of that. My son is testimony that the word of God is the answer. So Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for today's teaching. We thank you, God, because you are so sovereign and perfect in every way. You have the answers to all things. Like the Bible says, search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. To so help us to be a people who rely only, only on your word. We thank you for the other, you know, natural um solutions that are available to us but help us to always surrender our our lives our children to you lord because you have written in the word every obstacle that we are ever faced. you are the answer in the name of jesus so we ask you to help us to be humble um servants we ask you to help us to be disciples of your word to be students and stewards of everything that you give us including your children so we've asked you to help us to use your wisdom to use the wisdom of God, Jesus, who is the wisdom of God in how we um, help our children who are struggling, Lord. So for all the parents who are listening to this, who have children with with any kind of disability, it doesn't have to be autism, Asperger's disorder, or any sort of speech disorder, learning disabilities, that they will trust in you and surrender their lives to so Even thank you, Lord, because you are using everything that we go through. All things you said will work out for our good. So we. Thank you, Lord, that even the struggles that we go through, that you will work it out for good if we will humble ourselves before you and be obedient to your word. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, to continue to impart wisdom in us no matter what the world's um, therapies and medications and whatever um, solution the world has. But help us to be a people who rely strictly on your word. So So we don't despise medicine. We thank you, God, for medicine, doctors, and nurses. But because Jesus is the great physician, there is no one that surpasses your wisdom. We ask you to to help us to continue to surrender to your will so that we can experience the victory that you have died for us um, on the cross for. So we thank you, Father. We trust in the mighty name of Jesus. So thank you again for joining me and I will see you again next time.
1: Are you ready to step into your calling and destroy fear, worry, doubt, and anxiety? In Our Victory, God's Glory, author Pamela Noel describes the
0: stop and do nothing else principle that was used by some of the most powerful people in scripture, including David, Moses, Peter, and Daniel. This You Can't Help Yourself book reveals that success in every area of your life lies in one name. Our Victory, God's Glory, was written to support Haiti's elite medical team, a Haitian-American owned, not-for-profit organization that provides healthcare services to the poor in Haiti. Proceeds from the sale of this book will help support our efforts. The ultimate goal is to build a hospital and provide much needed medical care services currently unavailable to those with limited access to quality healthcare. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv.